Alright y'all, we back. This video has to do with uh, COVID, coronavirus, pandemic, anything you want to call it. It's all it's all fake. It's all terrible. I'm, I'm getting tired of seeing this. Um, How are we going to start this? Let's see. Mm, I got a raspberry in my mouth. Hold on. I'm getting tired of seeing COVID-19. And as anybody sees on the news... They got vaccines coming, y'all. Yay! Y'all about to die. It's the end of the world. I'm not... Uh, ooh, I'm about to go. It's about to get... Alright. What, what are you looking at, uh, you guys with X? We are looking at how many people died yesterday of COVID. Um, yesterday. Not yet. Well, I don't think they got yesterday's stats. But December 1st stat said that 7,837,000, no, eight, I can't, 7,837 people died yesterday from coronavirus in the entire world. You about to get real mad. Well, you may not get real mad because you may be the devil. Look at this number I'm about to show you. 20,000 people died today, right now, of hunger. We're talking food, no food. Today, and today ain't even over. We, if you look in the bottom right, this is 353-12-4-2020. Um, More people have died of hunger and the day isn't over by almost four times. And the whole world is shut down over a stupid coronavirus that was made by men. This is... This, we're not gonna we're not we're not gonna deepen we're not gonna dive into hunger because I just for some reason I was like wondering like how many people died and I looked at I saw that number I'm gonna make a video on that. It's seven hundred and seventy one million obese people in this world. One point seven billion people are, are overweight. Is that is these mainly people? In the world, about two billion, and it's only it's only seven to eight billion. So you can figure that percent out in your brain. That's overweight, got too much food in their body. It's twenty thousand people today that died of hunger, and y'all and y'all go outside scared because of some coronavirus. Man, y'all got to be the biggest clowns in the world. All right, let's get let's get to the video. Let's get to this. So we got we got seven thousand people died. Who cares? I got a video for you guys. This is how we're going to start it off. Because it's vaccine time, y'all. Go get your vaccine. Go get your vaccine. I saw this video. Uh, this video is kind of old. Let me get the date for you. I already seen it. Uh, November 17th, about almost a month. We're going to let it play for you. Well, this is a fact. I want you to share this everywhere. I want you to screen grab it. I want you to copy it, whatever it takes, because they will take this down. This is fact. Share to all of your Bible groups or anybody else that uh, doesn't want aborted fetal tissue fragments put into them or their DNA changed. This is a fact. This is the, ins this is the packaging of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. Mm. That's right in front of you. I want you to look at this, okay? I want you to look at it and it lists ingredients that blah, blah. I'm not interested in that right now. I want you to home in on this here. This is the COVID-19 vaccine. 
Claire's just going to pull this up for you. Mm-hmm. This number, okay, it's called Chad, whatever that is, zero or whatever it is, times one. Okay, this is the Chad zero times one, um, the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so, Claire, go to the next one. Just wait one second, guys. Okay, so then you, you're going to go and go to researchsquare.com. It's really important, people, the reason we're doing these videos is because I want you to learn to do your own research. Don't mm-hmm. rely on us or anybody else. Do it yourself. Don't even rely on so me. So we look up do this your own Chad research. zero times one COVID-19. And the first thing, before we go to what I bring there, is I, I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, what's recombinant? What does that even mean? So All I right, so I'm going to send myself because I'm not going to have this five-minute video play. Basically, she's breaking down uh, all the stuff that's in the vaccine, uh, and it got real popular on Facebook. And you know what happens when things that are the truth get popular. Oh, watch this. Fact check. Oh, hold on. Let me let me bring up my pictures real quick. I'm, I got some pictures for you. I got some pictures for you. Oh, oh, oh. We're not getting, we're not getting to that one yet. Uh-oh, there's a boarding male fetus. Fact check. Uh-oh. You know what the fact checkers people do? We're going to... All right. So we got the fact checkers. Lung tissue of an aborted male uh, fetus is not in the vaccine, as they so-called say. Now, let me tell you how... Let me tell you how they're the dumbest people. They literally... <laughs> we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun with this video. This video here. Blah, 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 blah. That's well, basically the video. Or maybe another video, but the same video. Same idea. Blah, 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 blah. You can read it if you want. Uh, I already read it. Sorry, you know where to go. Speaking to our audience about the composition of the vaccine, saying that it has 14 week old uh, Caucasian male fetus in it. This is not true, AstraZeneca says. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, AZ, uh, the AZD122 is a code name of... Was a code name of the their cure, or basically coronavirus name. Um, so blah, 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 talking, blah, blah, blah. This is not the same. Okay. Okay. Right here. Watch this. Um, the study, which was published on research square and was referred to by the Facebook user. And th- this video is on Instagram, but you know how I shared around is an independent study led by scientists at the university of Bristol to test the efficiency of a potential vaccine prior to human trials. It is tested by, uh, observing how that code the same from above gets to work when inserted into human cell line. An example, uh, MR5C cells. This is not the same as developing a vaccine where the, inf- where, uh, the ingredients are final product. I'm about to tell you a new one. Basically, what they said was, hey, we did use it for, for testing right here. Um, we're testing the efficiency of the vaccine. So they said themselves that they used it. So now they're saying it's not in it, and then they said it is in it. AstraZeneca said it's not in the final product, but they tested it to um, they tested it to see what, what you call it, to see the efficiency of it. So this is what I'm going to do. When they actually come out, I want AstraZeneca to send me a box. Of the vaccine, I'll, I'll even pay for it. And I want you, I want, I want you to give me a nice paper of every single ingredient in it, and don't tell me no lie, because you told me we 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 tested it, but it's not in the final one. But if, but look, this is a problem. 
How do you know it's not going to be in the final one if you haven't made the final one? That's common sense. You don't have to be a scientist to use common sense. That's third grade. Hold on, let me let my cat in. Come in. We're not even going to edit that out. We're doing this video wrong. Now, <laughs> oh, you're going to love this. So let, let, let's go, let's go deep in uh, MRC because people are going to be like, is, is that even true? Is MRC 14 year old weak, uh, weak old fetus uh, lungs? <laughs> Boom, MRC, normal human fetal lung fibroblasts from 14 week males. And then you want to get to deep into what is it? Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Species, homo sapiens. I'm going to make a video on why black people aren't homo sapiens and black people are the only human beings on this world. White peoples are not humans. Wait <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to tell y'all. Um, and then they say race, white, uh, pro-bam, blah, blah, blah. If you want to learn about, if you want to keep doing research and do more research, you can even buy it too. We can add it to the cart. Boom. You, and you can go purchase for the commercial use and all that. So if you want you some 14 week old uh, fetuses, go ahead and go do that. And then they tell you, uh, you it's not in bulk because, of course, they're using it for um, their virus that they're going to give to you. And then you can do, you can bring up more stuff about it if you want to do that. We're not going to worry about that. So, obviously, MRC is 14 week old. We called um, white people, white boys, uh, lungs. So we know that's real. Now, the question is, um, is it gonna be in the final? Is it gonna be in the final one that we take? Yes. You know why? Hold on. Is it true that there are vaccines that produce aborted fetuses? Some vaccines currently used to are used to prevent diseases such as rubella, measles, rabies. Uh, Poly, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Hepatitis A, chicken pox, smallpox produce, are produced by using tissues from human abortions. Now, watch this. <laughs> Y'all gonna hate with this, I tell you. An article published in 2008 includes details on the information. Now, let me add this, 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 this article that you're looking at right now. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just go back. Oh, and watch this, you ready? Look at the uh, look at the date, 2017. We already knew it had the the, the uh, details from how they was. You look, 1962, 2008. This is before coronavirus. So don't come out here saying they ain't use it for. Uh, they're not gonna use it for viruses. They already do. If you get the measles, and you go get you a little vaccine from your local hospital, they are inserting. 14 week old prepubescent white boy lungs into your body. That's not no opinion. If you can't get past that, click the video off. Now let's get back into COVID. So we know MRC5 is uh, aborted fetuses. Um, where's, where am I going with my research? This is, um, oh, why this is important. This is a study. And guess who guess guess who is provided you by AstraZeneca, sponsored by AstraZeneca. I'm not even going 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 to to the details of the uh, of the study. This is let's just skip to this estimated study completion date October twenty fifth two thousand twenty two. 
Now, you're asking why is this important, as uh, Brother Young Pharaoh would say. It's important because, of course, if they're going to administer the vaccines, they're going to still have to study it to see how it's going to um, go to the normal life people. So, they're estimating that when they give it out, that they're going to stop studying what's going on with the with the cure, so-called cure, what's going on with the people, how they're reacting to it. And they're estimating that they're going to be done with the, with the studying in October 2022. So, remember, uh, we got the pandemic. People can't go outside. They're putting people on lockdown, which is basically a mock trial of New World Order. Um, but... Let me let me let me let the cat out. Go, girl. Leave. Okay. So we have them. Uh, they're gonna finish their. They're estimating that they're gonna finish their completion, completion of their study on the twenty second, twenty fifth of two thousand twenty two. So, don't don't be surprised if things are still gonna be looking kind of crazy two years from now. Not next year, the year after. And remember, all this stuff is happening because 7,000 stinky people died of coronavirus on December the 1st when 20,000 people uh, died because they can't eat no food. Where am I at? Where am I at? 20,000 people is, is dead today because they ain't have no food. Nothing. Oh, Lord. So as I go. And here's an article. I read this article and um, it's going to be on my Google Drive when I, um, when I finish it. It's, it's real simple. It should be out with the video. So if you, um, if you check the link in the description of this video, it'll have all the research that I have. It's more detailed stuff. So if you want to read the 12 page um, article on it, uh, you can read that. But that, this is just, um, just, um, just uh, a show for that. This right here is just you don't gotta worry about that. You can read it now. We know Bill Gates, big, 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 nice, stinky, and ugly Bill Gates was in Africa giving vaccines to people. <laughs> but the problem was he was giving the vaccines in their veins, and and this wasn't, and I'm not talking, talking about the coronavirus vaccine, we're talking about other so called vaccines. I was wondering, I was like, hold on, hold on. That don't make sense. You don't put vaccines in people's bloodstream. You only do that when you're pulling blood. I remember I got sick once before. I can't even remember what it was. What it was. And I went to the hospital and they gave me a shot. But they gave me a shot in my thigh. Because why? 99% of the time... The thigh, the butt, your shoulder. You, if you ever got a flu shot or not flu shot, any type of vaccines, it's in your shoulder, it's in your butt, your thigh, or somewhere where some meat is at. So I was wondering, why are they putting <laughs> the vaccine into people's bloodstreams through the veins? And on the video I have coming up, you'll see what I'm talking about. I'll pause and show you. But this is basically... Uh, you know, a, another article or research um, basically saying why it's important to inject vaccines into the muscle. And then, let's see. 
And we'll just read the first two paragraphs and if you want to read the rest of it. Most vaccines should be getting via, uh, via the intramuscular route in the deltoid or the anterolateral oh, aspect of the thigh. This optimizes the, oh, these are big words, immunogenicity. I need to go back and I need to go and roll back in preschool of the vaccine and, man, and minimizes adverse reactions of, at the injection site. Recent studies have highlighted the importance of administering vaccines correctly. Clinical practice needs to reflect considerations about the right length and gauge of needles to ensure that those vaccinated get the immunological uh, uh, benefit of the vaccines without local side effects. Injecting a vaccine into a layer of subcutaneous sub, 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 sub fat where poor, where poor vasculated vascularity may result in slow mobilization and processing the uh, antigen is a cause of vaccine failure. For example, in hepatitis B, rabies, and influence, influenza vaccines compared to intramuscular administration, subcutaneous injection of hepatitis B leads to significantly lower seroconversion rates and more rapid decay of antibody response. Now, I know my reading wasn't the greatest with the big words. Uh, I'm currently enrolled in a local preschool to uh, help me pronounce my vowels. But if you want to uh, read the rest of it, you can read the rest of it. It'll be in the link below. Um, so back on the video, the video right here where she was talking about recombinant DNA. That's um, this is basically going back into the other stuff where it has recombinant DNA where they artificially, artificially, good job, Josh, where they artificially are making DNA, um, basically not real DNA, but they'll make it where they put in the vaccine. Now, and the problem with that, when I, when I showed you this picture right here, that vaccines remove parts of your DNA and replace it with genetic coding technology that will cause people to have to cooperate with New World Order. Guys, just, just do some simple reading. They're doing a thing called recumb recumbent DNA where they are Genetically coding, which means they're doing it on computers and all type of uh, desktops and laptop and phone and all type of um, non-natural technology to make your DNA. So that shows that if they're doing that, they can make the DNA however they want. They have studied the body more than you think they have, so they know that they can do whatever they want with it. So in that vaccine, the vaccine is going to have a 14-week-old uh, fetus uh, in it. That's DNA. Now, what they could do with that, they can simply genetically code it. It's not that hard to understand. And they could give it to you, tell you that you're not going to get the coronavirus, and all type of stuff can happen. You could come back. You could turn to a zombie. You could uh, They could put trackers in it. They can do this and that. Uh... But that's why that's why I bring this up because this is basically more proof on how they artificially genetic DNA. Uh, what was this? This oh, this was kind of the same thing. This was the PDF. I think this is actual the one of where you could buy the DNA. But the other one was a PDF version. 
All right, we're gonna get into our most popular uh, video. The video is gonna be talking about the coronavirus. Um, before I get too deep in the video, Jamana Neckwear has 71,000 subscribers and it was suggested to me and it had two point, this number hasn't really changed at all. It, it had like 2.4 million uh, views on the first day because I remember uh, watching it on the first day and I put and downloaded it on the first day. So it's kind of weird how they have so many views. And just a simple uh, check, this channel doesn't really pull too much traction. We're looking at Boom, 848. So it's like, usually on your YouTube, you're not suggested. Um, I mean, you are because you know how they do their, um, how they do their ads and stuff like that. But it's just, it, it was kind of, it was kind of like questioning on how a, a channel that wasn't getting too much traffic certainly blew up. And I guarantee you, it was at 2 million. It was at like 25 million. It was at 2.5 million views. October 2nd, the night I watched it. So the fact that it hasn't really moved since is kind of funny. But let's get to the video because this video is basically a video explaining how you're going to die. But they being nice to you. And I'm going to expose it. Researchers are racing towards the goal of delivering a safe and effective vaccine that could curb the COVID-19 pandemic. And production scale-up for some of the vaccine candidates has already started. Consider the U.S. government's Operation Warp Speed. You know, I spent time in the military, so I, I like that concept of focusing on a mission. And the mission is to have a vaccine available to the American public by January 2021. We're on an accelerated course here. Now, remember they said they was going to have a cure? <laughs> About the summertime. They just keep on, they just keep on moving in backwards and backwards. And they even, the problem is, they keep, they keep saying it's Donald Trump's fault. Now, that's my problem. Donald Trump don't run the whole world. Coronavirus don't affect America, and that's it. It affects the whole world from what they're saying. So, why do they keep saying, the, oh, the studies keep getting pushed back and the, it, it keeps getting laid back further and further? Donald Trump. What? So, you see, <laughs> oh, this is funny. This research is being done out of the other countries. Uh, just like uh, you saw in the in earlier, it was like British stuff and UK stuff. Now, are they all uh, aligned with each other? Yes. But... People are real quick to push it against one one president. Now, let's get back to the video. That I've, I've not witnessed before. One of the reasons why this vaccine surge is breaking records is because most of the front runners hold on, hold on. and nearly all the vaccines in the Warp Speed portfolio. Hmm. One of the reasons is to have a vaccine available by January 2021. We're on an accelerated course here that I've I've not witnessed before. Okay. One of the reasons why this Sorry vaccine surge is breaking records is because most of the frontrunners and nearly all the vaccines in the Warp Speed portfolio are based on next-generation technologies that can be developed and scaled up more quickly than conventional vaccines. She said next-gen, remember that. These new technologies are new, genetic new technology. vaccines and viral vector vaccines. 
These technologies, also called platforms, have no. been in development for decades. A lot oh, of hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, what? You're not, you're not getting that past me. Next gen, new technology. She said that. She said new about five times. Technologies, also Watch called this. platforms, have been in development for decades. Have been in development for decades. So how new are you talking? If I bring you a, a camera from 1910 and tell you it's brand new, how are you going to look at me? If I go get you my great, 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 great grandma that's 170 and say she was just born, how are you going to look at me? You ain't getting that past me. So already at 58 seconds, I'm throwing this video out the window. But I kept looking because I like to I like to see where they lie at and how they're going to trick this country and this whole world. A lot of the investment in them has specifically focused on their potential to help combat emerging infectious diseases. And COVID-19 is putting that potential to the test. Let's take a look at how they work and how they're different from more conventional vaccines. In these pictures from 1953, the scientists are developing an influenza vaccine. They're injecting viruses into fertilized eggs, which are then incubated to allow the virus to replicate within the eggs. Growing the virus is necessary for developing live attenuated virus and whole inactivated virus vaccines. These are the two classic approaches where the virus oh, I, is either weakened I, When I or first killed. watched this video, I didn't even understand how she just said, <laughs> watch this, watch this. I, I just picked that up to allow the virus to replicate within the eggs. Growing... Allow the virus to replicate within the egg. Now, take away egg and put real life. We put the virus within the people so they can replicate within the people. So when you have sexual intercourse and have an, a child, that same disease, the uh, uh, same vaccine is replicated through to the other child. So now, all they gotta do is make sure most of the world get a vaccine and they'll handle the rest. Because you're going to have some kids because you want to go party and have fun. So that's going to handle the rest. Growing the virus is necessary for developing live attenuated virus and whole inactivated virus vaccines. These are the two classic approaches where the virus is either weakened or killed. These approaches are still in use today, although different cell cultures are most often used instead of eggs. But since those photos were taken, huge advancements in the field of vaccinology have introduced multiple other approaches to developing vaccines. Mm -hmm. Here are the major types of vaccines being deployed against COVID-19. Unlike the two classic vaccines, these four types, which include the next generation platforms as well as more conventional approaches, don't require researchers to handle any of the actual virus. The Chinese, when they made the diagnosis and go, showed it was a coronavirus. They put go Anthony, uh, Anthony Frawley, the dude that's trying to kill you. <laughs> oh, Lord, let's have fun. The sequence up on a public database. So today, you don't need to get the virus in hand. All you need is a sequence. This is that published sequence for SARS-CoV-2. Because of previous research Wait, hold into... On, hold on. What, what did he just say? Virus in hand. All you need is a sequence. Base. So today, you don't need to get the virus in hand. The sequence up on a public database and showed it was a coronavirus. They put the sequence up on a public database. 
So today, you don't need to get the virus in hand. All you need is a sequence. This <laughs> is that published... What? That, that, that video was recorded in January, the beginning of the year, and y'all still can't figure that out? Now, let's, let's, let's analyze what he said. The Chinese, when they made the diagnosis and showed it was a coronavirus, they put the sequence up on a public database. So today, you don't need to get the virus in hand. All you need is a sequence. This is... So now they're coding the disease. The disease has a code. We know that. But, I mean, that's that's not even... If you look earlier what I said, they really, really know that. So come on. ...that published sequence for SARS-CoV-2. Because of previous research into SARS-1 and MERS... COVID-2. So where's the first one at? <laughs> come on. Researchers knew that they could focus initial attention on the S protein, also known as the spike. The spike is the protein that studs the surface of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. It's also necessary for viral entry into human cells. So a vaccine that exposes the immune system to just the spike should induce a protective immune response. And that's the strategy behind the majority of COVID-19 vaccine candidates, which use both next-generation and more conventional approaches. The scientific way to put this is that the spike is the target antigen in these vaccines. Where the next-generation vaccine platforms differ from those more conventional vaccines is how the immune system is exposed to the spike, or the antigen. Conventional vaccines contain the antigen itself. Mm -hmm. Now, compare this to genetic vaccines. Oh. You can take um, just but really the genetic material, either, either as messenger RNA or DNA, that then codes for that spike protein. So the person makes the pro protein. You're not giving them the protein. You're giving them the genetic material that then instructs them how to make that spike Some protein stuff. to which they make an antibody response that hopefully is protective. Two types of genetic vaccines are being investigated for COVID-19, DNA and mRNA. mRNA needs to reach the cytoplasm of host cells, while DNA needs to enter the nucleus. Mm -hmm. Then this genetic material gets taken up by the cell's machinery, and the cell expresses the spike protein. These spike proteins are then recognized by the immune system, hopefully stimulating a protective response. Okay. These two candidates in the warp speed portfolio are mRNA vaccines. This one was developed by Moderna and the NIH and was the first candidate to enter clinical trials in the U.S., uh -huh. with this one from Pfizer and BioNTech following not long after. Naked mRNA cannot easily cross cell membranes passively, and it's very susceptible to degradation. So in both of those vaccines, the mRNA coding for the spike is encased in small carrier molecules called lipid nanoparticles. Both of these candidates are currently in phase three trials. Now, let's look uh -oh. at viral vector vaccines. Viral? Okay, The basic on. idea is that you take another virus and replace its genetic payload with the sequence coding for the antigen, in this mm -hmm. case, the spike protein. The goal is to induce immunity against the target antigen, the added genetic cargo. But these vaccines may also induce immunity to the vector itself. The viruses used as vectors are attenuated or weakened, so they cannot cause disease. A lot of different viruses have been developed as vectors, and they can be broadly categorized into two buckets, replication defective and replication competent. 
right. Let's look at replication defective vectors first. Yeah, a very this? popular choice this among the potential COVID-19 vaccines is adenoviruses, like these two vaccines, oh, which are... Oh, 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 oh. Hey, remember, remember Chad? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are both hold in on. phase three clinical trials. Phase three, hold on. Remember, remember this? Hold on, hold on, one second. Let me get it for you, let me get it for you. Remember when they called this girl crazy? Let's see. Hey, fact checked her. Let's, let's go right here. Watch that. Oh, ain't that the same thing? Let's see. We got a zoomed in one. Let's see. Do we have a zoomed in one? Oh, I wonder what's going on. She's crazy though. Remember? Remember they called her crazy? Oh, and that's the same thing right there. Boop. Oh. Adenoviruses are common pathogens that typically cause mild cold or flu-like symptoms. And we know it got we know it got 14 week old boys in it. This candidate, which was developed by the University of Oxford and AstraZeneca, uses a chimpanzee adenovirus. AstraZeneca. Remember, that's the company. And then hold on, I didn't pause the video. I'm back. Sorry about virus. that. While this candidate oh, from Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Chimpanzee. And wait, hold on. What's she call it? Because I can't even pronounce. And AstraZeneca uses a chimpanzee adenovirus. Adenovirus. I just proved to you that they don't use chimpanzee adenovirus. They use fourteen-year-old white boy lungs. Wait, wait. Hold on. Watch this. Or, like I said earlier, what if they? Not, not even what if. <laughs> Chimpanzee adenovirus, anything from a champion, the chimpanzee is in that white boy. Why? Because they're genetically linked. I'm going to do another video on why uh, every race besides the, the black race, you can call it African, I'm just going to say black because it's kind of simple to remember, is not human. Not fully human. They're, uh, they're around 94 to 95% human with some other stuff in it. We're going to do another video on that. But remember, they said chimpanzee. We're going to just scratch out and put 14. See if I have a marker. 14-year-old white boy. Uh, white boy lungs in it. While this candidate from Johnson & Johnson uses a human adenovirus 26. In both vaccines, the adenovirus vector carries the DNA coding for the spike to the host cells, but it doesn't display it on its surface. Once the virus infects a host cell, it now now hold on. I just got a new thought. You can't be you can't be you can't spline different DNA. You gotta make it work. Now why you put chimpanzee adenovirus? Wait, hold on. Y'all y'all didn't even think about this. The virus got chimpanzee adenoviruses in it. You gonna take a virus that got chimpanzee stuff in it? <laughs> yup, yes, is. Delivers the DNA to the nucleus. The cell's machinery then expresses the spike using this DNA, similarly to what we saw with genetic vaccines. And because these adenovirus vectors are replication defective, after the virus infects a host cell, no more viruses are produced. Now, let's look at replication competent virus vectors. This warp speed vaccine that's being developed by Merck in partnership with Ayave is an example. It uses recombinant vesicular stomatitis mm, virus. In humans, wild-type VSV is usually asymptomatic already. or causes a mild flu-like illness. The researchers replaced part of its RNA sequence with RNA coding for the spike. 
Unlike the adenoviruses, this RVSV vector does display the spike on its surface. After the RVSV infects a host cell, again the cell's machinery expresses the spike. But because RVSV is replication competent, this platform mimics yeah, a real viral attack so more closely. This is the same oh, platform right. that Merck used to develop to a vaccine for Ebola that was approved by the FDA last year. But so far, that's the only... What? This is the same platform that Merck used to develop a vaccine for Ebola that was approved by the FDA last year. Okay, but boom. so far, that's the only viral vector vaccine that has gotten FDA approval. Adenovirus vectors, which are much further ahead in COVID-19 trials, have never been used in an FDA. All right, no FDA-approved vaccines. I'm about to finish this off with the biggest Mike Tyson left hook of all time. The FDA, they approve a vaccine and say, hey, you can give this out to the world. Or they say, no, you can give this out to the world. Now, this is going to take common sense right here. Watch this. How can you approve or disprove something if you don't already know what it is? Now, let me go further into that. If a, a company comes and says, hey, we got this vaccine, it has to get proven or has to get proved, approved by the FDA, which means the FDA already knows how to cure the coronavirus. Because you can't approve or disprove something if you don't know. Like if I come into your house and say, um, let's see, I come into your house and I say, uh, let, let me get, uh, do you want, oh, this is, this, this, I'm, about, I'm thinking of a good analogy. I'm trying to think of something people usually don't know about. Oh, oh watch this, watch this, watch this. I come out knocking your door. Hey, I'm selling collard greens. They can cure everything, every disease, which they do in real life. Do you want it? Yes or no? You are the person that approves me giving it to you or disproves. But if you don't know the science behind collard greens uncooked, curing mostly every disease, you can't make a decision. You'll say no because you don't know. And I'm just some random person knocking on your door. Let's, let me get another analogy. Everybody went to Sam's Club or some form of a bougie store where they give out samples. And uh, I'm going to give you my example on people saying, oh, it's this alkaline water. You should try it. It's good for you. All the electrolytes and all this nonsense. Do you want some? Now, you don't know. So you're going to say, no, I'm fine. Or you probably say, I'll try it because you, you're so stupid. You just put anything in your mouth that you don't know nothing about. You don't have the research and the science to, to know if alkaline water is the best for you, if it's good for you, or is it harming you. You don't know. So 99% of the time, you're just going to say no because you don't know. Now, this is the problem. How does the FDA approve or disprove something if they don't know? Because remember... Nobody, we're not really, they're working on a vaccine. They don't have the vaccine and we, it's not like, hey, this vaccine works a thousand percent of the time. We got, we got some people saying this vaccine is 96% effective. Some say 85% effective. Hold on, 85. So what happens if it's not effective for somebody? Do they die? Do they, 
Do they get sick or worse? Do they turn to a zombie? You got to know this stuff. So how does the FDA approve a vaccine if they don't already know? If somebody knock on my door and say, hey, I have this, this distilled water for you. And I look at it and it's distilled water. And it's, I'm giving it to you for you because it's good for you. It's pure water. You, you're supposed to get pure water. All your nutrients are supposed to get be received from another, from a food source. I know the science behind that. So I approve it. I say, okay, fine. If somebody give me a car, uh, a, a Bugatti, and, and they say this Bugatti got this amount of horsepower to it, it costs this much. I know that it costs that much, and it has this amount of horsepower, so I approve and say, yeah, I'll have it. If somebody come up to me with a Bugatti and say it got 10 horsepower in it and it's worth $16, I'm with you. What? What are you, t- like, what are you talking about? I'm disapproving it. So, with just just a simple stamp, they put a stamp said no FDA approved. That's what you see on your screen. That basically means, without you knowing, that the FDA already knows the vaccine or the cure, whatever you want to call it, to the so-called coronavirus. So they know what to what is uh, going to cure it. Why are they playing games with companies on who gets approved and who doesn't get approved? Because they already know. And if you already know something, you can just go make the cure yourself. If you know that eating salads is good for you, you just go make your salad and go eat it. See what I'm saying? So it's, uh, it shows how they tricking you. They tricking you so bad. And they, and, and, uh, they tricking you so bad. FDA approved vaccine. And there are likewise no FDA approved vaccines That's- that use DNA this ain't approved, that ain't approved, that ain't approved. How are you not approving if you don't know? Because they don't know. If they don't, if they so-called don't know and they're working on making it right, that would mean in the grand scheme that you supposed to not know either. So if nobody knows, how are you the determining factor of if it's safe or not? Now you would say, oh, they will do the studies on people. Okay, so if you do a study on 100,000 people and uh, nobody gets hurt from it, what does that 100,000 people got to do with the whole world? A sample size of 100,000 ain't got nothing to do to 7 billion. If, if I find five random people and I say, are you a murderer? And all five of them aren't murderers. That doesn't mean the whole world isn't murderers. Start this video back up. Or mRNA platforms. So despite the investment in these platforms and the media attention they've been getting, it's far from certain they will curb COVID-19. I think the reason that you hear the most about the mRNA vaccine, the DNA vaccine. I don't want to hear hear no more. I'm done. I've showed you enough. No matter what, if they tell you you got the coronavirus, don't go to no hospital. Don't go to no clinic. Don't go to nowhere. What you going to do? I'm gonna give you a cure. I'm gonna give you a cure to coronavirus. Get you some nice vegetables. And and, and and for some people, there is no cure. You're gonna die. I'm sorry to tell you. Because some people are too far already in their death. If you got high blood pressure because you've been eating fried chicken for 100 years, and you got bad lungs because you've been smoking cigarettes and smoking weed. You're going to die. I, I, I'm sorry. You don't, have, you don't have to just tell your family to go prepare your coffin or your cremation co- your cup because you're going to die. Because you're playing around with these white people like they're not going to just kill you. 
because you're living a stupid life, smoking weed, going to KFC. Can I get a Popeye's chicken sandwich? You're going to die. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say that. But for the people that may not be living an unhealthy lifestyle and their, and their lifestyle isn't that unhealthy, go outside right now. Maybe not right now because you might be watching this 2 a.m. is freezing. Go outside, exercise, walk. Don't run. Running is bad for your knees. Walk. Come home. Eat a salad. Don't eat meat. Meat is going to be the biggest murder of your life. Not the biggest, but it's, it's up there. Get some proper sleep. I fall from that same that same problem, not getting proper sleep. Go to sleep when, um, go to sleep 90 minutes after the sun goes up and wake up 90 minutes before the sun comes up. I said it backwards. 90 minutes after the sun goes down and 90 minutes before the sun comes up. Want inform- more information, uh, go look up the circadian rhythm. Uh, I'll have that in my Google Drive too. Uh, exercise. Drink a lot of water. Don't drink alkaline water. You can drink it. Drinking alkaline water is better than drinking no water. So if you're going to choose drinking alkaline water over drinking uh, some alcohol, some root beer, drink alkaline water. But the best water is to, to try and get is distilled water because it's the closest form of how the earth is processing their water. Live a healthy lifestyle. Once you live a, heavy, heavy, a healthy lifestyle, you don't have to worry about a disease there is no disease that's just going to run and kill you if you're unhealthy. The, on a, a disease like that ain't no disease. That's called a weapon. If I put a shot and you die, it's not a disease. That's a weapon. So, um, with this video, it should help you guys understand. Not even help. It should, be, it should blatantly show you how the COVID stuff is blown 10,000 times out of proportion and they're trying to use it to push a a vaccine which is going to push a whole bunch of stuff that you ain't even mentally prepared for. So with that, go get some exercise and don't die. Peace.